this episode, we are calling on you to support the NAACP. The NAACP is the nation's foremost, largest, and most widely recognized civil rights organization. Right now, they're focused on highlighting the disproportionate impact of COVID-19 on the Black community and amplifying the consistent mistreatment of our communities. They've been doing so since long before there was a pandemic. In addition, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund takes a frontline's role in facing down over-policing, police brutality, racial bias, and the systemic inequalities that disproportionately affect African Americans. Donate toward the NAACP to support efforts to advocate for smarter, results-based criminal justice policies to keep our communities safe, including treatment for addiction and mental health problems, judicial discretion in sentencing, and an end to racial disparities at all levels of the system. Go visit NAACP.org to donate and visit NAACPLDF.org to support the Legal Defense Fund. What's up, y'all? Yeah. The Tinsel Town of the Tea. Y'all already know. Of the Tinsel Town of, of the, the of the Tea of, of yeah yeah y'all get it. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. All of the things. That's it is right. Corey and Judith. We That's here for right. another uh, quarantine episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. because you know. I guess quarantine is still happening. I mean, it stuff opened up, but not over. <laughs> oh my God, house now. So. Woo, cases are going up. Stay safe out here, please. Please, child. child, it's a a mess out here in these streets. It is, please. Um. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Another episode. We're gonna have an informative, educational one for you guys, That's which we right. try to throw in every so often mm-hmm. and by every so often i mean every other episode that's right <laughs> so um yeah uh judith do you want to talk about what this one is about yes that sound threw me off guys sorry <laughs> i love it i love it so much i'm so stupid <laughs> okay so yes this episode um we are going to be talking about description versus action and for those of you let me back up a little bit who are new to the podcast this is a podcast where uh two um screenwriters judith and corey as you heard from the top we talk about ways to basically empower um black creatives particularly screenwriters talk about the best ways that we can improve our screenwriting we talk about the best ways to network anything that can improve us um, telling our stories in the industry that's what we are here talking about and that goes for a range of uh, reviewing movies that goes from interviewing people who are already in the game. That goes for um, looking at resources, sharing those resources. And we talk about all things black and brown. As you know, what's going on with uh, police brutality. We had a whole episode where we talked about it. It may come up again because that stuff affects us. It affects our creativity. It affects how we uh, move forward in the industry. Um, so that's just real talk. And of course, the quarantine edition, we kind of shortened it a little bit. We usually did um, a break. Uh, what do we do? We did icebreaker and then we did um, news. So right now we're just going to go and give you the resources. And today 
we're talking about description versus action. And if you're unfamiliar um, in scripts, if you're a beginner, it's okay. Even if you're well-seasoned, it's always good to be um, reminded that um, the description or the action in the script is the thing that kind of tells us what's happening in the um, script, what um, the setting is, um, it lays out the characters, and it gives you the action, what the characters are doing, where they are, and how to move the story forward. So a lot of times, um, writing description can be tricky. I know a lot of people, I, I myself can sometimes uh, put a extra, um, let's say, flair, if you will, um, meaning I write too much. I write too much <laughs> description. Back put too much uh, adjectives or I'm describing the thing of the thing that is on the thing and the details. And it's like in the, in the script, you don't need that. You don't need that at all. We don't need to know that the character wears five lashes and has like, you know, like unless it's necessary to the actual story, some things that we put in there might not be that necessary. And so Corey did an amazing job. She found this article on um, ScreenCraft called Description Versus Action. And the whole purpose of this is to help us make sure we have strong um, action lines so that we can really push our stories forward. Um, and they lay out some tips here that we're gonna go through. Um, Quickly, the article, we're, first of all, we're going to have the link in our description so you know what we're talking about, um, but it was written by uh, Ted Wilkes, and um, he's basing this pretty much on uh, uh, basically a, another person's writing, his name is Scott Myers, um, on a blog called uh, Go Into the Story blog, and it helps to kind of break down what are the best steps to make your descriptions and your actions uh, much better. So yeah, so with that, um, they laid out really well. I'm gonna go into um, the first one, which is action is engaging. So whenever you're trying to write your script, you wanna make sure that people are engaged. And so I'm gonna just go ahead and read from what um, Ted said here. Uh, in a film, we are drawn to characters who are doing things, driving the narrative momentum of the piece forward. On the page, we are drawn to the verbs as they're the most active elements of any sentence, right? Yeah. Nouns, adjectives, and adverbs are great to add a little flavor to proceedings, but if you string the verbs that you got in your scene together, the piece should still make some sense, right? So for me, like I was saying before, I will throw a whole bunch of adjectives and a whole bunch of adverbs into the <laughs> sentence. Um, when really a lot of times it's usually just like, you know, you know, Jane jumps out of a screaming, uh, out of a um, burning building, right? That's enough action enough. I don't have to be like, as Jane jumps out of the building, her weave catches on fire and she flails down and she kicks and she, we don't need all that. She, boom, she jumps out of a burning building. Boom, you get right to it. So the more action and that's engaging, the more you can uh, move your story forward and also like save up, um, page space because every page space takes up action. The more adverbs you took, you put in there. Sometimes, if you put too much like filling in there, you can have pretty much you can have a whole page, but like the actual action might take like two seconds of the actual movie. So you want to save that space so you can add more more to it. So the first way to make our description um, a little bit more engaging and to make it more action is to make sure that the action is engaging um, and using our verbs uh, strategically to really describe what is happening in the scene. 
Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I am going to go into less is more, which I love to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read what they wrote because what they wrote was just so beautifully worded. Honestly, uh, They say, it's one of the first things that you learn when writing for the screen, right? That's like one of the first things I feel like everybody learns is less is more Truth. alongside show don't tell. Mm-hmm. So you have to be exacting. Mm. I like that word. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, what a word. Uh-huh. With the words you choose and make each and every one of them count, which is mm-hmm. very, very true. 100%. Don't be, ooh, okay. So they said, don't be cheap, nasty, and dirty. Okay. Unless that's called for. But if you can give a reader the same experience in one word fewer, then give it to them. And one word fewer. So yeah, basically less really is more. Give it to them in one word if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like don't do the most when it comes to your descriptions because I think I've talked about this before. Um, and this goes with show don't tell. Like this isn't a novel, right? That's so and the novel girl, give it to me. I want all the details. Okay. I want to know how her eyebrows were done. Come on. I want to know what color her nail. I'm not, I'm trying to see all of that in a novel I mean, because we don't. We what's have the curl have pattern? It. We talking 4C? We talking like. <laughs> right? Does she have heat damage? I'm trying to know. <laughs> so, you know, um, in a novel, you can do all that, right? Because you right. don't have. You know, it's not going to be on a screen anywhere. You're not going to see it. So you have to give the gals what they need so they can visualize it while they're reading. Right. But scripts are not novels. Okay. So I get, I probably, a lot of y'all probably like to put, myself included, probably like to put a lot of stuff in the description because you want to make sure that the director and that people can visualize when they're reading the right. script. Right. But it's not needed, child. It's really not your job mm-hmm. to do like all the visualizing. That's the director's job and the set people to kind of like get all of that together and make it come to life. Right. Your job is to create the story. And um, I mean, you can give ideas of how you want something to look, but then again, you can't do everything, child. That is you a fact. Can't do everything. You got to let other people do their job. So that's why they like to say like less is more show Mm -hmm. don't tell when it comes to writing that description and even um, with the action, because like we said, we have that white, what's it called? The white space rule or whatever on your script. Oh yes, 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 yes. More white space than you want to have anything else basically. So that's why they they, like keep action and descriptions down the two to three lines, same for dialogue. So Less is more. It's a very, very important rule when it comes to this stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's true. Like, and also like you can, I think we discount that we can do a lot of powerful things with less. Um, We feel like we need to do a whole bunch that we won't be able to uh, share what we need to convey. And that's just not true. And Corey um, uh, may mention like, even like, because in a novel we have to, everybody's imagination is doing the work, but in a script, eventually you're going to be a visual, right? So we got to let the um, costume designer do their job. We got to let, you know, <laughs> the DP do their job. Like, you know, and it's just a template to um, go through with that. So yeah, Corey made some excellent, excellent points with that. So the next um, 
point here that is laid out again in the article um cast the character of your screen action so within this and i'm going to read it but basically they're giving you sort of a, a creative technique and tool to help you find the words that you want to use in your description based on the tone so basically what they're saying is like imagine like if you are writing an action scene if you put it like if you pretend if like um the rock is reading your action scenes will it how will it sound and will it sound like an action scene that you wanted to or will it sound like you know a kid's um tv show and whose voice you want that in so um as laid out here um at a table read it's always someone's job to read these lines to draw up the dream the dream person who would have that job right a sugary sweet kids movie might sit better with tom hanks uh ooh, dulcet tones oh god forgive me um whereas yeah as dulce is it d-u-l-c-e-t dulcet dude that's well come on i'm i'll look that up later dulcet tones whereas if you want to write a punchy action franchise with a bit of edge you're going to want to think about samuel l jack a samuel l jackson type reading those words those expletive lines Making this decision will really help you as a writer decide the tone of your piece and shape the vocabulary you want to use as a part of your scene action, you know, so that way um, it helps you to be like, you know what, would Sam, would, this is kind of like a, this kind of a film, would, if, if Samuel was the actual narrator, would this sound right? Would this be, you know what I mean? Or if, even if you're going for a comedic tone, right? If you want that sort of a, a juxtaposition. So it helps you figure out, okay, what kind of words would I use to really convey the action and the description of it if it were in another voice and it's um, being read, right? Something being read by Oprah is gonna come across as a different tone where something is being read by Lena Waithe or by, you know what I mean? Tom Hanks or, or The Rock. It's just a different tone. And once you understand that, you can do it. And, and, you know, a lot of the writers out here, you guys have wonderful voices. You guys have wonderful tones. So even if you read it out loud to yourself and how it sounds, it's like, you know what? Something doesn't sound right. This, this is not the tone that I'm going for. Let me switch up the words. Let me, let me work on the uh, adjustments in the action and the description so it can be uh, per, let's see, receive stronger depending on who you're sending it to. I know a lot of us are sending it to competitions. A lot of us are sending it straight, you know, to depending on the agency who accepts, you know, uh, some of these pitches and stuff like that. It depends. Um, and that's another episode. But um, yeah, it's always good to like think of who you would cast to read your action scenes and how that would sound um, and how that would come across. If you want a big action franchise, again, if Samuel L. Jackson read this, would this come across as really like, like punching and powerful or will it be lackluster and kind of eh, not that great so that's one tool that they they helped in terms of um this article to help help you figure out if your action and your if your description is really pushing the action forward yes mm-hmm. very very true mm-hmm. another good tidbit yeah all right so my next one is imagine writing um wow these are giving us all the new words all the new i'm like doing it for me (laughs) so this is scott myers i don't know who that is tentpole lesson on how to craft better scene action um a word of his own creation you should use see 
you, what the hell? You should see that your scene action is there to convey the mood and tone of the moment, making it become that much more alive and vivid in the imagination of the reader. So stop just describing what the reader will eventually see on the screen when the piece is made, but give them an idea of what it will feel like to watch it. Um, so this is, I guess, just putting a little bit of flair into your actions. So you can say, instead of just saying, she picked up the pen, you could say, she, um, I don't even have an example ready. <laughs> okay. You can say she, uh, she um, surveyed the pen with, um, and don't do the most, but you can say that, oh, she surveyed the pen with lackluster excitement or some shit like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. that kind of gives them an idea of how they should be feeling. Like, okay, she's kind of like, she feeling not so good about looking at this pen. This pen is not giving her no feels right now. So, um yeah, so it's it's while you still want to do less is more, you can still judge up your action instead of just saying like what they're doing. Cause I know I get bored when somebody just be like, she put on a shirt. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She opened the dough. She did this. Mm-hmm. She did that. Like I know that shit gets boring. So just spice up your little action a little bit, put your voice in there. But like I said, less is still more. So don't do the most. Right. But just judge up what you're, what, you know, what you're saying that these characters are doing. Right. Um, that gives it a little bit more and that also helps you put your voice into the piece. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. All right. We're going to go into the next one and the uh, final tip that they give here um, in this article from ScreenCraft. But it says, break down the convention. So I'm just going to read straight from it. And I think it kind of, uh, it kind of uh, describes it very well. So after Beck and Woods wrote A Quiet Place, the formatting glue which held together our craft seems to lose its stickiness. How you represent your scene action on the page has never been more open to interpretation. Play with hanging lines, bold, underscored, italicized passages, or entire pages of just a lone word are all on the table. However, make sure that the decision you make are there in the service of the story rather than detracting from it, right? So this is, this is I think this is a good tip, but also you have to be very careful with it. So here they're talking about, and if you ever get the chance to read The Quiet Place, I haven't read the whole thing, but they use this thing, this convention, where if you turn the page, it's just one word describing basically where they're at and you would see pages for that and then they would have the description and the reason why they did that i don't know if you got i haven't seen the quiet place i've only this is based off the trailer because a girl is scary i don't like scary movies just a little bit of uh, (laughs) sound, and i'm like i'm out i'm good i don't even be here um (laughs) so in the quiet place the whole structure of the movie was they're in a place where the monsters they hear you and they're these invisible monsters that if they hear you, they're going to attack and they're going to find you. Right. And the whole film is pretty much action because they can't really speak. So how do you convey that in the words and the technique that they use was writing just one word bold on a page to convey the sort of uh, tension 
but it's only one word and you can't even speak, right? So there are different creative tools that you can use in your script writing, in your formatting to, short, to, sh to kind of guide the director as to what it is you're trying to convey in the actual film, right? And so we've seen this in, in many like um, uh, scripts where the formatting changes a little. You see something new because they're trying to convey something very specifically and intentionally. Now, I think it's great that you can do that, but I think first, what I've heard in terms of uh, from professionals is like, that's fine. Make sure you master the actual format that they know that you know the format and you're just not handing in something by, you know, you just want to fuck up the game, but you don't know what the real format is. You have to know what the actual format is in the script writing form so you can master it. And then if you're trying to intentionally highlight something, then yeah, play with hanging lines, bold or underscore certain things. Like, like they said, entire words on one page, that's fine. But make sure, I think a, a, some people might, especially if you're a new writer and you don't understand it and you're just handing in bullet points and calling it a script, they're going to throw that right in the trash. It's like, I know you're trying to fuck up the game, but know the game first before you fuck it up. Like, you got to know it first. Um, but yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think that last line that they were saying, make sure that it's in service of the story and not just distracting from it, right? You're just, you know, I've, I've met a couple of people who are very, you know, artistic and creative, but they just wanna, they have this like um, rebellious nature, like a need to like, I'm gonna just change it up to change it up. It's like, wait, what's the motive behind you changing it up? Are you changing it up because it actually furthers the story or you just want to be a contrarian and push against the you know what I mean the the sort of standard that's there it's fine sometimes yeah. we need we need we need a change we need a refresh but make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and most importantly that it really really um enhances your story and it is purposeful for your story not just to do it just because we don't feel like learning the actual format and structure and we think it's stupid it was like that's just that you just don't want to do it then don't be a screenwriter but if you if you really want to do it um then yeah find creative ways to think outside the box and convey the story and the action the way that that you want to so yeah that's that that point okay. mm-hmm all right, so those are some really good tips, super mm -hmm. quick, but very important tips that will really help with your action. I know a lot of people mm -hmm. struggle with description, action, all that shit, myself included, okay. chat. Okay. So hopefully these tips will, you know, help you out and get you to that, um, to be able to uh, hit that white, white page, whatever the fuck, white space rule. <laughs> Um, we're not doing the most and we're not yes. moving into writing novels instead of writing scripts yes because of the two different mediums that we're dealing with so right. yeah i hope that this article helped you like i said it was from screencraft we're gonna put the link in the description and check out screencraft as well they have a whole bunch of writing competitions they have so a writer's good. summit they do consulting yep. pretty sure yep. they do like coverage they yep. have a blog and they email me. I'm a part of their email. So they send me articles yep. like this that are really helpful yeah. all the time. And the articles are really good. They yeah. have ebooks. I bought some of their ebooks. Their ebooks are really nice. good. They have e courses. They even have their own screenwriting software, I believe. Oh, so, yeah. screen. Oh, no. They just give you um, little uh, discounts. Yeah, discounts yep. for final draft and writer yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. Go ahead and check out ScreenCraft um, to get more articles like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
enter some of their contests, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And just like Corey said, they've been having some Zoom events too. So any of the events you want to get into, sometimes they bring in some really high profile um, writers, producers, directors to talk about their journey. So yeah, ScreenCraft is a really good source. And so yeah, we'll make sure to share that information with y'all. So um, we all out here learning, growing, and getting our stories made, period. Saying may child because that's all we can do. Period. Just writing because that's all we can do right now is is just write um, while we are having fun in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's the time to be prepared because I've seen in a lot in the industry where you know certain actors are like, you know what? I cannot voice this black character. I cannot. So it seems like people's eyes are for the black and brown. So. Let's, I guess, be ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I know I'm going to have to get ready. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But but something's happening. So um, either way, no matter what the industry does, you know, we're going to continue to write our stuff because that's what we do. (laughs) Like, Exactly. Period. Who? Point (laughs) blank. Point blank. So, yeah, guys. Stay ready. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it was informative. Follow us on these socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So we're on all these different platforms for you guys. Um, And uh, stay safe, y'all. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Oh, wait. No, no. Stay safe. Stay safe, That's all I got to say. Because it's, you know. It's too much going on out here, child. So stay safe and uh, stay sane and let's keep fighting a good fight. Like I always say, y'all, we ain't done yet. We really are not. All right. Bye, y'all. As you probably know, many businesses are struggling right now. As a listener of this show, it would be awesome if you would support this company. This episode is brought to you by Yo Massage, now more than ever, providing safe, mindful touch to our loved ones and receiving safe, mindful touch are so important. In the Mindful Touch at Home by Yo Massage course, you will learn from Dr. Tiffany Ryan about the importance of safe, healthy touch and its impact on our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. The course covers the challenges of social distancing, the impacts of touch deprivation, the benefits of safe touch, and its ability to relieve stress and anxiety. You will also learn about communication, consent when touching, and about the type of touch to give, where, when, and how to give it. Learn more about the Mindful Touch at Home course by visiting yomassage.com forward slash mindful.